Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Bank member FDIC. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number three of Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer returns on Monday Kevin Bohannon, I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. As I teased earlier, Kevin, that we have the first of our many special guests today. We are starting off this 5 o'clock hour with a young man who committed back in March, I believe. Is that correct? March? April. 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 Okay. Uh, to the University of Arkansas to play football. He is in the class of, what, 2025? Yep. Doing good so far, huh? That is Grayson Wilson, by way of Central Arkansas Christian. Grayson, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I think you do this all the time, don't you? <laughs> I have just, a couple of times. I just I read an interview today that you had in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette with Richard Davenport. This is a little bit different, though. Here, you're, you don't get to say like two or three words. I expect you to say a bunch of words. Yes, sir. I'll, okay. I'll. Okay. You're doing good so far. All right, as I look back to last season, 147 of 252 for 1,778 yards with 19 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. You ran for 84 times for 530 yards and seven touchdowns. So if I just take that body of work right there, what would I say to Grayson, what area, what aspect, do you want to improve upon going into this season? Definitely, I would improve upon my interception to touchdown ratio and just how many yards I throw for. So, when you go back and you look at last year and those 13 interceptions that you threw, how many would you would you consider on yourself? Uh, I would say probably seven of them, probably half of them. Okay. I think that I've learned a lot from them, and just last year having some younger receivers and just being, I consider myself a first-year starter, even though I played two games my freshman year, I didn't really, that wasn't a whole bunch of experience, so I think there's several of them that I'd like to have back. The reason why I say that is, is if you go back to last season, that is as an example for Arkansas, Yes, sir. Trey Knox had two balls that were in his mitts. I think Kevin wouldn't both of them touchdowns. Yeah, I know one bounced off his chest. Yeah, 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 and went right to another defender. Well, he gets the uh, KJ gets the INT. So I don't call that his fault, but yet it still goes on your ledger. I do. I do remember that happening once, maybe twice last year. Yeah. All right. The other thing when I was reading this out of Hooten's Arkansas Football Magazine. I kept looking for seniors. Now, I realize the coaches are picking you sixth in the conference. And if I were a coach, I'm thinking I want to play you now and not maybe a year from now or maybe even two years from now. Yes, sir. Because this is a very, very young roster. Is that fair? Yes, sir, we are. I think we have maybe five or six seniors. And then most most of us are going to be sophomore and junior. And I think we even have a freshman offensive lineman coming up with us, too. Well, it said in here... Uh, Jackson Allen. That's uh, it said Jacob Henry played for the varsity most of the season. Okay, there's a sophomore, sophomore receiver. Yeah. Deuce Williams. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. I mean, it's, it's sophomore, sophomore. Sophomore Jacks, uh, Jackson Hampton. 
uh, started the final seven games last year as a receiver. So they were learning just as much as you were learning. Yes, sir. They were learning basically a new offense moving into varsity play last year, middle of the season. All right. I I bugged your dad to death because I, I was keeping up with your recruiting process. Yes, sir. And I was getting a little nervous. I must tell you that. And I think, Doug, your dad will tell you that I said, don't fool around because they only take one quarterback per class. You know, by the way, I need to spell something <laughs> that was, I guess, on Facebook. I don't have Facebook, so I don't know if this is true or not. I guess it's true because I got it as part of our live fan feedback. Um, Kane Archer, who took an unofficial to Texas the other day, did not commit to the University of Texas. Right. I need to make that clear. Right. Yeah, he did he, not commit. He did not commit. He also took an unofficial to Oklahoma. He is not going to commit to the University of Oklahoma. So let's get that out of the way. Okay, let's talk about your recruiting process with the University of Arkansas and what led you to make that decision back in April. Well, it was it's always been a dream of mine, really, just growing up here in Arkansas and like wearing a Razorback jersey from when I was born. And then just going to some other places and then knowing that they only take one quarterback. So, and I think that was, that was a sign that I was, I wanted to be the one. Excellent. Can't say any better. Grayson, you got a new coach coming in this year, Coach Ryan Howard. Yes, he sir. played quarterback at UCA, come from Missouri. Uh, talk a little bit about, you know, having somebody like that, a young offensive-minded head coach, and how that's taking your game to the next level. He definitely brings a new type of energy to us. He's really taught me and the, the receivers a whole lot. He was a receivers coach at UCA, I'm pretty right. sure. Yep. And then he's just really taught them how to run, like, crisp, better routes. He's really taught me how to read defenses, and I think I've really improved on my decision-making. One of the big things, and, of course, it was 20 years ago when I was playing the position, but we would just get on the on the chalkboard and, and draw up defenses. And my my secondary coach at El Dorado is the one that taught me how to read defenses. And he, he taught me, you know, what what's a one high, what's a zero, cover four, everything. But now you have such technology that, you, I mean, it's just like you can do a virtual reality or anything like that. What tools have helped you, you know, become the quarterback? Because you said decision-making is the biggest thing you got to improve on, right? Yes, sir. Okay. What what tools have helped you, you know, off the field? Well, we have a film room that um, my coach would take me to every every day at lunch last semester, really, and we would we would watch college film. We would watch teams in the SEC and how they how those quarterbacks would read the defenses and how they how they process. And high school is going to be a, a little slower than the SEC, like, but just just the whole gist is the same. All right, you said. I grew up a Razorback fan. Did you have a player that was your favorite player? Um, I mean, really, basically all the quarterbacks, uh, Ryan Milet, Tyler Wilson, those two really stuck out to me whenever I was younger. Gosh, he's still so he's young. So young. Yeah. I'm sort of saying, <laughs> I would think a guy like nine, Matt Jones, <laughs> yeah. would have been somebody like, wow, yeah. what a quarterback. I know Quinn Grove, he's way too far back for you, but... Um, but that's two pretty good ones when you talk about Tyler Wilson and certainly Ryan Mallett. What do you consider right now, Grayson, the strength of your game? I think that our, our – are you talking about our high school team? No, I'm talking about you individually. What, what, what do you see as your strengths right now as a quarterback? Okay, I think, I think my accuracy and my, um, my instincts on how, how – like where to throw the ball relative to the receiver and the defensive back, I think that that's really big for me. I think the – and, Kevin, you being an old quarterback, you can either agree or set me straight. I think the hardest thing for most kids – and this what you're talking – seventh, eighth, ninth, pick, pick your year, is touch. Is knowing what kind of touch to put on every pass – do you feel like you've kind of started to master that aspect of it? It can be. just. Um, I think I have just relative to, like, if it's covered three, and if you have one high safety, you got to throw a seam ball, you got to put it on his face. Mm-hmm. If, there's, if there's two high safeties and you're going to have to throw the whole shot on the, to the sideline, you got to put it on his face. I think I've really done a good job of that. Kevin, would you agree that the hardest throw with touch is either the pass in the flat – or 
the five yard, whether it be an out or an in, doesn't matter. But that one, to me, is the hardest one to truly develop the touch because, to me, the first tendency is to rear back and knock them down. That's exactly right. And the one out in the flat is one that, because your adrenaline's going, you're amped up, you're coming into a game, and Grayson knows this, that it just takes a little flick. And Patrick Mahomes missed Jarek McKinnon last year in a a game. I think it was the Bills or the Vikings. I mean, just overthrew him. But but another one, you talk about a, a Tampa 2 defense where you got three linebackers in there, the old 4-3, and the deep safeties come back, and you got to hit that in-cut route over the middle, and that's one about 10 to 15 yards that you really got to do that touch because you got to put something on it as well. So th- those three right there are something that, you know, as you grow as a quarterback, you really get to learn what touch really means. I just got a text. Arkansas... Okay, it'll come back here in a minute. Arkansas lands that basketball <laughs> commitment that we were just talking about a few moments ago. No, I, um, you know, the old wheel route, and that one you can always, as a fan, whatever you hold your breath because typically on the wheel route the guy's wide open. Yeah, and to me that is the hardest throw to make is the one that's wide open. So do I put a zip on it? Do I try to throw it, let him run underneath it? Whatever it may be, that to me is, has always been the hardest throw of a quarterback to make is the one that uh, – how do you like to throw on the run? They, I mean, so much of this now, they want to move the pocket or they, they want to get you outside. And I guess that kind of goes back to your conversations you've had with Coach Enos and how he sees you uh, in the future for the Arkansas offense. Yes, sir. Our our throwing on the run, we do a little like the flat route. We do yep. that on the run. So it's really just a flick out there to the receiver. And then whenever you're throwing it deeper, you always want to you want to make sure your left foot and your right arm make an X whenever you throw. I've been taught that. And so I think those two things really help people. Do you in the game? Do you think about your mechanics? No, no. <laughs> that's good. That's, that's good. Thing. That's yeah, good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be thinking about mechanics in the game. It's just like if you're and you're a baseball player, we know this. You're in the game, you start working on your swing. Next yeah. thing you know, you're 0 for 4, or if you're a pitcher, you're on the mound, you start thinking about grips and everything, just throw it. So that's good that you don't think about the mechanics. So at what point, now, Kevin brought up a great point. You played basketball for CAC. You played baseball for CAC. Did you run track for CAC? Uh, I think I think I did in seventh grade. <laughs> but with COVID, I don't think I even ran at a meet. I just ran practices. There you go. I had a six foot. I still do. Six foot five quarterback myself, um, and he had torn his ACL, and he was so desperate to get back into doing an activity that he went out for the track team. I can't. Do you believe Reed tried to run the hurdles? Yeah. <laughs> that was the greatest disaster. His coach ran over and got him, pulled him off the field, and said, don't ever do that again. Yeah. I'm afraid it's going to kill you. <laughs> so, uh, is football, has it always been your favorite sport? I think it I think it has. There was a time, I think when I was going into my ninth grade year, that I was really considering baseball. And I think as a ninth grader, I was throwing like 85 off the mound with my fastball. And I went to a camp, and those coaches were really looking at me. But then since then, I think I've really just stuck with football. And that's what I chose, really. Now, in the in the summer, you've got showcase baseball. And typically, someone like you, they want you as a pitcher only. Yes, sir. So have you kind of thought, well, I you know I could kind of mix this together? I have. Last summer, I pitched for a team that's called Arkansas Express, coached by Greg Baxendale. Mm-hmm. I was like a pitcher only. There's some guys on there that from Lone Oak committed to Arkansas. Right. Yeah. And um, there's I went to Missouri once and pitched. I think I pitched once at Shallow Christian, but then I just kind of told them I was focusing on Arkansas. <laughs> go back but, to seven on seven. There you right? go. Yeah. There you go. Speaking of seven on seven, how have you, how did CAC do this spring? Uh, we we were still putting in plays when we did our seven on seven. So, and really, I think I've talked to Coach Enos about this. He's not the biggest seven on seven fan. I I don't really think it gives uh, a relative or a realistic per- perception of what a defense is going to be doing. Because we if we put our splits out wide, there's going to be no there's no defensive backs inside the hashes and if Mm -hmm. they did that in a real game we just run quarterback draw right so you are going to i call it the pig fest and that's not the name of it 
But you're going up to Fayetteville tomorrow. Yes, sir. I understand you're going to try to be the lead recruiter yep. on some on some players. Yes, sir. Um, there's a defensive back from, or maybe he goes by athlete, Marcus Wimberly from Boxside. Yep. And then Devin Harper is an offensive tackle from Shreveport, Louisiana. And there's um, Alex Shieldwright. He's, I think he's a defensive end. Linebacker. Linebacker. Okay, he plays defense. Yeah. He's, is he from Oklahoma? He is from yeah. Oklahoma. Those three guys I'm really going to try and talk to. And then everyone else, I, I just want to meet people, really. I would think as an, I mean, as a quarterback, I want to make the best friends I can with as many <laughs> stud offensive yeah. linemen as I can and say, hey, I need you to come help me yeah. and uh, come protect me. Uh, what academic interests do you have? For, like, my job or career? No, no, for your career. Oh. Academic. Wow. Um, you, probably, can't play, you can't play football forever. Yeah, probably just something outside, probably a major in, like, some science or something. You want to be a coach, maybe? Yeah, that'd be good. I haven't really thought about that. Oh, yeah. okay. We're, we're playing <laughs> the seed yeah, right now. That's right. Well, Mom, that would be good. They're, they're gonna have a they're gonna have to talk tonight. Yeah, we got to figure something out here. <laughs> well, believe it or not, you do have to major something yes. in in college. So <laughs> you can't be like me who had over nearly a career two hundred hours with no distinct major. General but, studies. They got some good ones now, boy. I saw a couple of them over at Austin P, and I was like, man, that that was right up my alley, and I never got there. <laughs> <laughs> it can kind of kind of go on and That's on. That's right. So let's talk about this upcoming season for the Mustangs. Uh, what's your what's what's kind of going on? Well, we've definitely improved offensive wise, and then we got a new defensive coordinator, um, Coach Whitney, and I think I think we'll be better defense. I think defense was probably our weakest link last year. Really, just our our size and not having many players, so we would get tired out. But I think we've really improved defensive wise. Well, the one thing that has always been the biggest transition, I think, in going from high school to college. Not only has it been the speed of the game, but it's the thickness of the playbook. Yes. Have you had a chance to see Arkansas's playbook? I have not yet. Yeah. That... Get, yeah, get ready. Cause that, that, and that's one thing that I had to learn because they were pretty simple when I was in high school. It was, you know, twins right, 32 belly or something like that. Then you get in college and it's king's trip left and then you're calling formations protections and everything i have been in a meeting like whenever i went on a visit i was in a meeting with them right it was right before their one of their practices but or maybe it was after their practice but they were calling out plays and it was just like two sentences of just (laughs) of words and that is uh, of all the other things is your presence in the huddle yes sir is that something you work on even now at central arkansas christian yes sir i do try and be a leader uh everywhere i can you like leading by example, or you a talker? Well, usually I'm a lead by example, but my coach has really been pushing me to try and talk and try and call it up. I call it up most of the time, but usually it's just just getting at them in the weight room and trying to trying to be the one in charge. So is Coach Howard going to hand you the keys somewhat to the offense this year? Meaning, if you need to go to the line of scrimmage, you can make a check. Well, we haven't really talked about that. Hadn't gotten that, that far yet. <laughs> there, there are, we have plays that we can definitely, I can, um, we'll have like a, well, I don't really want to talk about our offense too much. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's okay. Yeah, that's I'll, okay. I'll summarize it. So you'll, you'll have a tag or an option to where yeah. if you see a light box, you can switch to a run, yes. or if you heavy, you can go to a pass, right? Yeah. Okay. 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 That, that's, yeah. that's simple. Okay. There we go. We're, we're trying to keep it easy on you. Um, back in my day, I mean, it's so different now with all of the different aids. Kevin kind of touched on it a little bit, all the all the aids that you got. Do you like to watch a lot of film? Do you like to study a lot of film? I do. Whenever I'm bored at home, really, I'm just, like, looking up college. There's a college that we really do our offense off of, and I usually look that up. So what are you looking for specifically? Just um, the softness of the – well, when I'm looking at the defense, I look at the safeties, and I look at – uh, if there's anyone blitzing for like a pre-snap or a like a before the snap read, and then I'm looking at how soft the corners are to see what coverage it is. Now, it was said, and I didn't see much, if any. I went up for the spring game as well at Arkansas, and we were told we would see some, maybe a lot, underneath the center. 
So which do you prefer? Do you prefer underneath the center, or do you prefer from the gun? Well, at CAC, we're, we've, we're doing the gun the whole time. But I've gone to some quarterback training, and it's been under the center, and I, I'm really comfortable with either one. What is, the, what is the major difference when you go underneath center? Is your footwork? Well, it, yes. Whenever you're in shotgun, you can really be a little more lenient with your footwork because you're already five yards off the sure. ball. So you can maybe take a one step or just a slide step back. If you're in under center, you got to take a five or seven step drop, and you're just trying to get away from the line. Get that depth. Mm-hmm. That's, that's one of the biggest things, especially. And Grayson doesn't have this problem being six three, six four. He's probably going to get taller. But being six foot, you know, that first step was a stride back because you had to get. They want at least five to seven off the ball, especially when. You're throwing over six three linemen, so that that's one of the biggest things. And yeah. and being understanding the, the zone stretch play, you know, work making sure the footwork. It's overlooked now because so many teams are running out of the gun, and it's good that you know you're getting to see that right now because you're going into a pro style offense at the University of Arkansas. Even though that Coach Enos has incorporated the the, the shotgun a little bit more. Yes, sir. I think of of again the diversity, and we. we Grayson, we do this, by the way, Grayson Wilson uh, is our special guest. He is from the uh, Central Arkansas Christian Local Football Program High School and also a commitment uh, to the University of Arkansas. But I think the greatest transition, uh, again, for, and Kevin, you, again, can probably give him this, has got to be the mental growth that's yeah. got, to, uh, got to occur. Some can say mental maturity whatever it may be labeled or defined and uh gracious this is already over can you can you believe that we're already done oh, thank you that thank went quick wow <laughs> continued success grace yes sir and we look forward to see you on the yes, field sir. this thank year you. for central arkansas christian and eventually the university of arkansas so thank you my friend thank you all right drive time sports will continue in just one moment Tune into The Zone Fridays for The Zone Rewind, when Justin and Wes discuss their best moments, sound bites, and interviews of the week. Brought to you by Mosquito Joe. With Mosquito Joe, outside is fun again. Join Delta Waterfowl for the Duck Hunters Expo, July 28th through the 30th at the Little Rock State House Convention Center. Three action-packed days of exciting demonstrations, seminars, and vendors. Find out more information at DeltaWaterfowlExpo.com. Don't miss it. Saracen's summertime sports car giveaways continue with a beautiful Mercedes-Benz Cabriolet. Play today and tomorrow at the Saracen Casino to win a Mercedes convertible from Mercedes-Benz of Little Rock. Saracen Casino is the only place in Arkansas where you can qualify to win a Mercedes convertible just for playing your favorite games. Only 40 minutes from Little Rock, Saracen is Little Rock's closest place to play and win. Saracen Casino Resort, Vegas, Arkansas style. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Hey, you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? Yeah, that's it. The pesky sound of a mosquito in your ear. Thankfully, Mosquito Joe has been Arkansas's expert for mosquito control nearly a decade. Mosquito Joe has seen it all. From large properties on lakes and ponds to small yards in the middle of town, Mosquito Joe knows just the trick to rid your property of that annoying sound. Call 501-508-2528 or visit arkansas.mosquitojoe.com for a free quote. Mention the buzz and you get your first service for just $39. A motorcycle seems pretty simple. It has one engine, two wheels, and plenty of attitude. But you crash one of these babies and things get complicated quick. That's when you need these guys. At Rainwater Holton Section, we keep it simple. 
When the insurance company tries to pay you less, we fight to get you more. No hassle, no confusing legal terms, and no fee unless we get money for you. Keep it simple. Call Rainwater, Holt, and Sexton. Motorcycle crash anywhere in the state. Dial 888-8888. Non-lawyer spokesperson. Responsible attorney Michael Rainwater, Bob Sexton. Join the zone each Monday for Game Balls and Jock Straps. Brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Find out who made the best, average, and worst headlines in sports and entertainment each Monday as Justin Akery and Wes Moore give you their Game Balls and Jock Straps on the zone from 10 to 1. It's all brought to you by A Caddy's Touch Landscaping. 501 794 2770. Call today to get your landscape updated to a whole new level and be listening for Game Balls and Jock Straps only on 1037 The Buzz. Now, back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas, Drive Time Sports, on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. Dinner for two. Dinner for two. And when I say dinner for two, I'm talking about just, just $60. And this is a 10-ounce filet that melts in your mouth, and you're thinking... This has to be heaven. I mean, this is the best steak I have ever had an opportunity to eat. And then you combine that with the Riverfront Salad Bar, which is the largest salad bar in North America, with over 30 items, including baby shrimp. Mm-hmm. 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 And Kevin knows that quite well. They banned him from the shrimp. Iceberg and romaine lettuce, spinach pastas, and a variety of dressings. And then you get to the side items. You get to pick two of those. I must tell you, if you can find a better value, a better bargain, but not just price, but I'm talking about a meal. A meal that you'll go back and get over and over again. That's the dinner for two. That's chef special for just $60.00 at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Now, as I was listening to Morning Madness, tonight must be the night for Shapur. He is going to be the man. He has a memory. I mean, it's, it's, it's legendary. And he will treat you like family. You can't find a better deal than what you will find at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Call for reservation now, and that is... 371-9000-371-9000, the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock in the Wyndham Hotel. All right, Kevin, here is our second of our special guest, and I'm particularly excited about this young lady. She played for Sheridan High School. Let's just uh, read off some of her um, what she accomplished last year. Uh, she started every game for the Yellow Jackets last season. Helped lead the Yellow Jackets to the 5A South runner-up. Finished with a 13-3 and record. She was selected all-conference as a freshman. And uh, she also was selected to scorebook, scorebook live top wings in the state this past year. And she, um, despite her size at 5'11", she had to guard one through five last year. And Sheridan was the only 5A South team to win the first round game at the state tournament, defeating Little Rock Christian 87-68. to And then just for measure, just because she was bored, uh, she threw the discus for the junior high team. And she set a state record of 94 feet. And this young lady, her name is Lily Reed. 
Lily, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. What have you been uh what have you been doing this past summer? Kind of catch us up on your activities. Okay. Well, this summer I've really just been focusing on basketball, school ball and travel ball. Been doing lots of personal workouts with my dad and just trying to better myself for this upcoming season. So what are you working on with your dad in particular? We're really working on just specific skills that I think that I could be better at, such as we're trying to increase uh, my shooting percentage. We're working on my ball handling, my finishing, and like through contact, and we're really working on my defense. Okay, Lily, I know I, I grew up uh, just a couple years younger than your dad, so I got to see him play high school ball and then some in college. I've got to ask you, who's the better shooter, you or your dad? <laughs> well, I think I think my dad's going to have the, the step up on me with that, but <laughs> I am still young, so hopefully one day I will be as good as a shooter as he is. There you go. That's what we're talking about. All right, I, I'm I'm not sure who is on this line, so we're going to take a chance. I don't know okay. if it's I don't know if it's your dad, or if it's <laughs> your coach. So who is on this line? May I ask? Yeah, uh, this is Coach Ingram. Ha, Coach. Okay, I was I couldn't get an answer from Bart, so I didn't know who was who was on the other line. All right, Coach, if you would describe Lily and her game. Well, for us, we moved her up last year as a ninth grader to the senior high team. And honestly, we really challenged her to play outside of where she had been playing for our junior high team or, you know, seventh and eighth grade year. Uh, We used her inside probably a lot more than what she ever really anticipated. But uh, we had to lean on really more of her inside game than her outside game and thought she had a tremendously successful year and kind of excited about what that looks like when we get to get her more around the perimeter and take some pressure off of her having to make her play a position that honestly was kind of new to her this year. So I think it's just going to make her a more well-rounded player in the long run. Lily has been invited, and I I sound like I'm talking only to you, but I'm really talking to Lily as well. Uh, That is the fact that Lily has been invited to the um, John Lucas Lucas camp. I went brain dead. Thank you, Kevin. Lily, what does that mean to you to be invited among the top 160 players in the country? And, Coach, what does that mean for Lily? Lily, you want to go first or want me to go first? Uh, You can go first. I'll let you you take it. Other than just being an honor for Lily to get to do something like that, you know, probably one of the the best things that's going to come out of this is the exposure that hopefully she's going to get. Um. It's my understanding that very few, you know, kids in the state of Arkansas have ever got to even go be in this type of uh, a situation. So, to me, it's just going to be, you know, exposure and then second, you know, the skills and knowledge and uh, just being able to compete against the set, some of the best players in the nation will be, you know, I think probably some of the bigger takeaways that she gets to take. I think at her age, the other that comes to mind is Jersey Wolfenbarger by way of Fort Smith Northside. At her age, so Lily, what is what does it mean to you to go to the John Lucas camp? I mean, I think Coach Ingram said it pretty well. It's it's a huge honor to you know be able to go watch and play against. I mean, the best of the best, and I'm just really excited to you know be able to go and learn and gain experience from you know professionals and the best skilled trainers there are. One of the things, Coach, and Lily, you can you can certainly talk about this as well. I'm believing you're right-handed, correct, correct, Lily? Yes. Okay. So, Coach, is one of the most difficult things to do is to get young players in particular to develop that left hand? It's the weirdest thing because, to me, they actually are able to develop it. It's, that, it's, it's honestly just using it. You know, and so just to get the comfortability to trust yourself that you can use it. And so, hey, I was a little nervous that Lily was going to say the most exciting thing about getting to go to this camp was missing practice. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that 
I would have said that, but I'm glad to know. I like your answer, Lily. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Lily's a pretty smart young lady, I would think. Lily, what about the left hand? How comfortable are you using that left hand, and do you use the left hand? I would say that I do use my left hand, but I think that as a right-handed player, I do solely rely on my right hand a lot. So that is something that I do have to work on is increasing my left hand. But I think it's a very... um, it's a very important thing for players to be able to use their right and their left hand. I don't know if you know the answer to this, but are you through growing? Are you still have some growth to go? You know, I'm not so sure. My dad's uh, convinced that I do have some room to grow, uh, but I think that I'm I might be close to maxing out my height. Hopefully, I grow an inch or two, but you never know. So what? I, I, I oh. think she's going to grow. So we're going we're going to go ahead and say she's going to grow. She's going to get another at least two to three inches. So that would make her what in the range six of one. six one, six yeah. two. Yeah, yeah that's uh, so. That I was I was going to lead to this next question, then, Coach, and maybe Lily can answer it from her perspective. But where do you see her fitting in? Is she a? Is she going to be a one? Is she going to be a two? Uh, or could she be down on the block as a five? Or or maybe. I realize in some cases the the positionless basketball is kind of changing all that one, two, three, four, five. But where are you seeing Lily, Coach? I think, you know, we'll obviously look for mismatches um, and try to get her some touches inside or at least closer to the to the bucket. Uh, we need her down there also for rebounding. She's a tremendous rebounder, and so we'll need her for her rebounding skills as far as offensive goes. That's probably one of the things that's under talked about as far as Lily goes. She she she's not a five, um, but she guarded a five a lot last year, and she she held some key players to low numbers. And so defensively, we're excited about what she she can guard someone around the perimeter. She can also guard someone in the post area. Um, we we want to get her out around the perimeter. Um, we we have people that we we don't have to have her you know to necessarily get the ball down the court for us. Uh, she plays with a very skilled player within one of our seniors, Caden Porter, who's been playing for, for us for four years, got moved up as a ninth grader, too. Um, so we would love to use those two in the front court as much as we can. But she's just she's a utility player for us, and so I think she's going to get as many outside shots as she wants, and then she's also going to get lots of touches in the paint as well. And Coach Ingram, I, I know for Sheridan, the, the Lady Yellow Jackets, it, you're going to use her in a certain way. Where do you project her at the next level? Where do you project her to to be used the most at? As for us, or for for her future, I think she'll be more around the perimeter. Um, she's in a unique situation, and for us right now, she won't have as much pressure on her to be the one that has to handle the ball the most. Right. But that that potentially changes as she you know becomes in her junior and senior year. She might have to get it down the court for us more um, her junior and senior year. So I, I see her more as a perimeter player. Uh, one of the things that she said accurately that she's working on um, with us as well is getting her her shooting percentage up um, and getting her to where she's just a knockdown three point shooter. And um, I, I see her with you know with her her size, I think she's you know would be a tremendous perimeter player. There's tremendous value in that, and when you can tell a college coach as a possible recruiter she can play anywhere from one to five yeah yeah i mean that's uh that is super value well lily continued success good luck to you as you go forward in this process good luck as you go to the john lucas camp down in houston texas coach good luck on the upcoming season hopefully you can get lily back in practice pretty soon well, hopefully we'll see her on Monday. And hey, we appreciate your time, and we appreciate you giving Lily the shout out for getting to go do this, and what a unique and honest, you know, unbelievable honor it is. Thank you. Presented by Natural State Wholesale Flooring. See everything that Natural State Wholesale has to offer at naturalstatewholesale.com. Well, here we are at Saracen Casino, only 40 miles right down I-530 from Little Rock. And you can always feel it, you know, the weekend vibes around here. Carlton are always upbeat and fun. 
but once a month, things just get wacky crazy. Very exciting, and that's going to be tomorrow night when you give away the Mercedes-Benz convertible. Well, you know, we've talked about this before. I'm, I've been working here, I guess, since before there was a here, right? Before we broke ground, before we built anything. Well, we had a gaming license, and it was always fun. Still fun. And it's fun on a Tuesday, right? I mean, we're in a place where people come to have fun and win. But something changes. You know, really starting about Friday, maybe even Thursday, before a car giveaway, you can feel it. People know somebody's fixing to win something big, and there's just a little bit different feeling in the air. And I'd like to welcome you down to see if you can't maybe feel that feeling yourself. Hell, you may win this car. Mm. Somebody's winning a Mercedes-Benz tomorrow night at 10. Come on, see if it's you. Come win it at the Saracen. Hey, folks, it's Joey and Ryan here. What's up? It's summertime. Hey, we got some great Jeep incentives going on right now. 2.9% financing, rebates, discounts on Jeep Grand Cherokee on select models. We've got 1.9 incentivized rate plus $4,000 rebate. So for all you new Ram, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, make that beautiful drive to Heber Springs during the Make This the Summer event. Or check us out on the web at redriverdodge.com or Red River. We deliver. God bless Luxury Pool and Spa has a new location on Stanford Road in Conway in addition to the Russellville location. They carry ledge lounger furniture, PK grills, pool light, and Buckwa Seal pool chemicals along with Serona Spa chemicals. Live the life of luxury at Luxury Pool and Spa. LuxuryPoolArkansas.com Hey, it's Howie from Robert Irwin Jewelers, and we've got our biggest sale of the season going on right now. The summer of a thousand engagements at both Robert Irwin Jewelers locations, McCain Mall and the new location in the Pleasant Ridge Town Center in Little Rock next to the Fresh Market. I know you are just like me, feeling that Friday evening good time feeling. The whole weekend's ahead of us. Tomorrow night's going to be the end of the month vehicle giveaway right here at Saracen Casino in Pine Bluff. Somebody's going to win this brand new Mercedes-Benz convertible, and it's going to happen right here. Hey, you, you nailed it. I don't know what else to say. We got the state's best restaurants, Red Oak, the Buffet, Legends is incredible, 25-foot video wall to watch baseball. Of course, we got the state's best sports betting app, too, but you don't even have to come see us for Bet Saracen. Well, we, got, we got everything you'd need for a great Saturday night, or Friday night, for that matter. But tomorrow night will be special because we're giving away a Mercedes-Benz convertible. Mm. And if you've been here to see us at all this month and played with your player's card, you're already entered. So come down tonight, stack a few more entries. If you can't do that, well, make sure you come tomorrow night because at 10 o'clock, we're calling somebody's name. Someone's winning a Mercedes tomorrow night at the Saracen. Now back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios. Eat My Catfish, now back open in Little Rock in the Riverdale Shopping Center next to Ace Hardware. Eat fresh, eat local, eat my catfish. You're safe at home with Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Drive Time Sports here on the Buzz Radio Network. Kevin Bohannon. I'm Randy Rainwater. Let's check in with uh, Heath. Heath, good afternoon, my man. Hey, good afternoon, Randy. How you doing? What's up, buddy? Doing good. Oh, well, you know- I'm doing great, man. You know, my mom, Mama Leah, she says hi. So. <laughs> I always love hearing that. Oh, she sure does miss you, man. We were talking about you the other day. So, well, thank uh, you. I hope, uh, it, I hope it was mainly positive. Oh, always, Randy. Always <laughs> positive, you know. <laughs> well, I was, uh, I caught, uh, I caught, I believe it was old Navy Mike who called in. Yes, you're right. I just, I, I just wanted to respond to him, you know. I do agree with you, Randy. Uh, if that defense is not improved, then it's going to make for a long season for Arkansas. Absolutely. But I, have to, I have to think that that defense, even slightly, is going to be improved overall. Uh, I, I'm with you, but I mean, I, I, I try to be real in my responses. And when you go through spring, and there were there were players who will make contributions this fall, particularly those out of the transfer portal that were not involved in spring ball. But even even just using the gauge of watching what we did uh, during the spring game, okay, you, get, you start getting a little optimistic. But then you have to be real when you say they're scrimmaging, they're working against each other. And right. they're not working against 
Alabama's defense or Alabama's offense or whatever it may be. But I feel encouraged, and I'm trying not to go overboard, but I do want to say, and I'll say it again, I'll say it every year, I think offensively Arkansas has the weapons to win some games. But they're not going to win the 8 or the 9 or the 10, whatever number it may be, above this so-called 7-5 and five level that some may find, you know, whatever. But if you want to get that 8-9 to nine level, 10, 10 win in the regular season or 10 wins even with the bowl, the defense has got to do their job. I do believe if Arkansas's defense can be middle of the pack, that means seventh or better, sixth or seventh, that would be a phenomenal, phenomenal improvement over a year ago. But even that doesn't guarantee success. Well, you know, Randy, I totally agree with you right there. I I personally think KJ has to remain healthy. Oh, without any question. I mean, just just the we we've seen what the offense looks like without him taking the snaps behind center. And I'm not saying the kid they got back there can't get the job done. I, there's a lot of similarities, but if he's not behind center, I just feel that Arkansas. I mean, that you're looking at more of a five in between five and seven season as opposed to in between a six, maybe eight, and that's including a bowl. I mean, they play in the toughest division in the toughest conference in all of college football, and with Texas and Oklahoma coming in, it's not going to get any easier. Uh, I mean, you're looking at the expectations every year should be between seven, maybe nine on a good year. I think that's a reasonable expectation for this program, given the state of where it's at right now. Could it get better? Maybe, but uh, Pittman is working the portal. They are getting some uh, X's and O's in there. They they show a lot of potential. Um, so, but I think as far as like if they don't win eight games, no, I, certainly not a failure. I mean, everybody wants to win more than that, of course. But you know, when Mike said uh, that's got to be, they've got to win more than eight or it's a, oh, come on for this program and the state where it's at and the conference they play in. If they get seven wins, you know, and they get get to a bowl game, that's a pretty good seat for Arkansas. I mean, it's nowhere near where fans want, but let's be real. Like you said, let's be real. That's that's a pretty good expectation for them to make a bowl every year. I mean, until they start getting those high-dollar NIL players like Bama and Georgia and LSU, it's, it's going to be hard to hit that nine-plus win, you know, with, with a bowl at, at, at 10, you know, Consistently, so um, you know. I just think the snakes. Go ahead, Randy. Well, you hit. I'm sorry, Keith. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you you hit on something that that it's interesting when you start trying to break that down. Because it's been said that Arkansas has one of the best collectives out there. It seems like out of the portal, and even for the for the battle for the high school talent that in basketball, it seems like Arkansas is capable of going head-to-head with anybody in, in regards to the collective and the NIL deals. Yet, when you're facing the likes of Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, whoever it may be, USC. I mean, it, it doesn't yeah. seem like the table though is as level. It's never going to be level, even if even if the collective is as good as those schools. But that just goes back to those programs being in the position that they're in. So whether it's the NIL or not, they have built up such a base that they're still going to get the majority of those blue chips. Yeah, they built up the clout, and you look at and. Somebody asked me this about Arkansas baseball. How are they able to do that? Well, they have built up a program to where they're a top five team year in and year out. They can get the P5 
pick of the litter when it comes to a portal. High school players, how could they sign somebody from Wisconsin, uh, California. California, Yeah, you know, the Northwest, Northeast, doesn't matter because they can recruit nationally. Why can't Arkansas football do that? Because they haven't won enough yet. They haven't won enough consistently at that level. So that's the biggest thing. It's it's not rocket science. Why they can't get these top 50, top 100 players consistently. Uh, Andrew Hutchinson did a great article. There's only been 21 top 100 players in the past 20 years that have signed with the University of Arkansas. Think about that. Arkansas just signed 13 in their baseball class alone in one year. So it's just winning consistently at a high level. Well, you know, I did some research, uh, especially my, the, the last year of my master's program. The average NIL deal at the, let's just say major schools, Michigan, Ohio State, Bama, Georgia, you know, Clemson, those programs, the average is eighty to 100000 Now, that's your, that's your top-level talent coming in that are signing those deals and get paid. The average in Arkansas, forty one. So, I mean, that is a huge gap. Between, I mean, that's a huge money gap between. Now, I'm not saying that that's the, con, you know, the, the end all be all, just the considering factor of why kids signs or not. But you got to think, 18, 19 year, year old kids coming out of high school and they see six figures right off the bat at a high level program to where they're going to get the, the best coaching, the best development on their way to the next level. I mean, that says a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, and I'm not saying, you know, I. Arkansas's got some big, they got some big hitters. Tyson, you know, Lindsey, Stevens, Waltz. I mean, they got some big hitters, but I just don't know where the disconnect is from baseball, basketball to football. Because, like you said, they get that top level talent in basketball and baseball. I mean, they're in there, but like you said, it's, it's the winning. But is Arkansas ever going to be in that position where they're constantly up there? Nine, ten-plus wins. It's a million-dollar question. Yeah. That, yeah. There's your seven figures right there. It, it, exactly. Exactly. And, I mean, that's kind of my point. I mean, <laughs> if you push that, if you push that in front of one of these stud players, maybe they'll gravitate to this part of the state, and, and, and maybe we'll start seeing some changes within the football program. But until that happens, in my opinion, the expectation – Seven to nine on a good year, nine is is where it's going to be. I yeah. mean, in in you know, I, I not to sound negative, but you know, and in the in the West in the SEC, that's not bad. I mean, I think you know Vanderbilt would love to have you know seven, eight, nine a bowl game every single year. That would be great for them. But you know, in this in this region in this state, people want a little bit more. Fans want a little bit more, but. That's all I got, gentlemen. Thank you, Heath. Amelia. Love my Amelia. Thank you. All right. Wow. We are moving Two down, one to go. Yeah. (laughs) Coming up next, the coach of the Win Yellow Jackets, Clay Totty. He'll join us in just one moment. Hour number three, straight ahead. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone. So it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right.